self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists back for another episode. What I'm going to need y'all to do Damn, is... I was going to do Country Grammar. Never mind. You want to... No. We can restart? Nah, it's okay. I mean, we're talking about it now. No. Nah. Okay. <laughs> um, I would have done it in place, but I don't care about Nelly enough to... I just forgot, and then I thought about it, but it was too late, so it wasn't meant for me to do. Did you listen to it? His first, like, did you? I bought his first album. Yeah, but Country Grammar is the only thing I remember off of it. But I, Me I knew it. I listened to the whole album. I don't remember nothing else. But Country Grammar, yeah, that one. That one, I was gonna do Country Grammar. What I need y'all to do is go to. Find me at Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing a listener later portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in to our Gmail account, which is Conversation Con Artist with an S at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and send it to us in a message there as well. This week, we have a multi-part question, basically about narcissistic personality disorder, it seems. By, uh, brought to you in part by Donald J. Trump. What uh, did J stand for? Jumpman's. It is not Jumpman's. Donald Jumpman's Trump. I forgot what J stands for, because I don't give a fuck. But Gigolo. It's like, it's not, <laughs> it's a name. Donald like, Gigolo Trump. John, Donald, I don't know. I don't remember. It would have to be really white. Uh, yeah. I don't care enough to remember. Like, I know Barack Hussein Obama, but I don't know like what the Jones name Like Jonesboro or something. Donald, Jones, Donald Jonesboro Trump. That just sounds like a cultist. But I don't know what the J is. I have seen okay. what it is, but I just don't remember. I'm going with Jumpman. This is brought to you in part by Donald Jumpman Trump. <laughs> you seen the... You seen the jump man? You seen him? Yeah. Dunking them paper towels on, on folks' heads? <laughs> that motherfucker. Yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Donald Jumpman Trump. Oh, my God. Question. What treatments are available for people with narcissistic... Oh, my goodness. Narcissistic personality disorder. How do you identify somebody with it? And if you had a loved one that was experiencing the symptoms of NPD... How would you bring up the topic of them seeking help? Or would you secretly plan your distance slash exit? Now, let's go with the first one. What treatments are available for people with narcissistic personality disorder? No. So before we <laughs> answer that again, because we just answered it, then uh, we're going to read through some of the, all of the criteria for. Well, that's the second, that's the answer to the second question. The second question was, what are the characteristics? Or how do you identify? That is. Identify someone with it. That's well, how you okay, identify. Oh, right. What treatments are available for people with narcissistic personality? None. <laughs> narcissistic personality disorder is, like most of the, it's a disorder of who they are. So usually, if you have somebody in a therapist's office who has narcissistic personality disorder, they are either there because the court ordered them to from some kind of unrelated incident, or they're there in some kind of family slash relationship type counseling. And in that case, they're only there because the other person is the problem. Like narcissists don't believe that anything is wrong with them, so they're not going to seek out treatment. And because they don't, part of of, of identifying and making a change is identifying that a change needs to be made. And for narcissists, that 
part of the equation does not exist. So, narcissists are they they are who they are. I mean, I don't know of any. (laughs) It just is what it is. They're narcissistic. I mean, through counseling and consistently coming to counseling, they can at some point realize the functional effect of changing some of their behaviors but they would have to continue coming long yeah they would have to come for a long time i mean they have to have some kind of their own personal intrinsic reason for continuing to come to counseling because they're not going to believe something is wrong with them no but over time they can come to change some subtle things about it were they to see how it's impacting their environment and a lot of times it would be under the pretense of like how you can help people help themselves yeah you know, not necessarily you're changing so you can be better, but yep. you're changing so they don't inconvenience you type situation. Yep. I mean, that's just the narcissistic personality. Yeah. I don't know. I've only encountered one textbook case, and the only reason that he was coming to therapy is because he felt like his wife needed to make some changes. And so he was only there basically for me to tell her how she was fucking up (laughs) she needed to change like he would never have come on his own because in his mind he really thought that there was nothing wrong with him like it's just amazing it it was amazing to me even in like you know doing diagnosis and and in school and you know you 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 see these characteristics but you never like think that you're gonna see them in a person and see like you hear the characteristics and you think to yourself like nobody could have all of these or nobody could have like a bunch of these he had all nine like i'm not even joking and talking to him was so surreal like he really thought that he was just the most amazing person on the planet and if anything was going wrong in his life it was because of the other people in it if left to his own devices and if he was able to control everything his life would be amazing because he would know exactly what to do because he was amazing so i don't ever want to have to work with another one again it was terrible but the second part so you gonna answer question two now about how you how do you identify them? Yeah. So, in order to be diagnosed with NPD, you have to meet how many of these? Five. Five of nine of yes. these criteria. Now, so, only five, having five of nine doesn't mean that you would not encounter somebody that had, like I said, I had a client that he had all nine. So, yeah. it's possible. Because five is the minimum by mm-hmm. which you see the path. So, the DSM is not supposed to be a labeling device. It's yes. not supposed to be somewhere you say, this person has that. Mm-hmm. It's We do that with it, but it's really supposed to be a clustering of behaviors that lead you down a path of treatment. Yeah, we don't want like we put those words on people. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like just a clutter of a bunch of different ways that we as professionals use to know where we go in the treatment of that person. Yep. So you got to meet five of nine of these: a pervasive pattern of grandiosity in fantasy or behavior, need for admiration, and lack of empathy, beginning by early adulthood and present in a variety of contexts, as indicated by five or more of the following. One, has a grandiose sense of self-importance. For example, exaggerates achievements and talents, expects to be recognized as superior without consumerate, commensurate achievements. Yeah. That one is Donald Trump. Yeah. He has that. Mm-hmm. Kanye West has that. Yep. And I'm pretty sure it's a bunch of people we can think of that have that. Yeah. I don't meet many people in like 
common interaction yeah. that it had that because I think you have to have like a close enough interaction and relationship with them to see these things unless they're up like up. Uh, it depends on the severity of it I guess because like with Donald Trump a perfect example of that is the crowd size that he is like <laughs> obsessed with still bringing up like it doesn't matter how big the crowd was or not you're you're president but like he kept force feeding this every chance he got because people had to know that yes my crowd size was it was huge it was huge it was big big and huge because those are the words he likes to use um so yeah it de- i guess it depends on the severity because like most of the people that i meet is not are not like that but there are people who would do that upon first meeting you i feel like i feel like you could go out on a date with somebody who was just kind of talking about all of the stuff they've accomplished like i don't know that you would have to be that close to them depending on like the severity of it yeah is preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success power brilliance beauty or ideal love donald trump again mm-hmm. yep Absolutely. as it pertains to unlimited success yes as it pertains to power yes um he don't know what the word brilliance means no so um beauty maybe ideal love uh three believes that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high status people or institutions i don't know if that one i think that would be one you would have to be closer to him to i don't know if we could say that one applies he surrounded himself associating with special or high status people like his cabinet I mean, a billionaire like yeah. the most money any cabinet has ever had like yeah none of it is about the people it's all about the access the wealth and the power that they have yeah i guess that's true and the influence yeah requires excessive admiration oh my god <laughs> this goes into the dialogue about them having to put his name in documents just so he would keep reading they have them. to put it in there like so many times so that he will continue to read the document and not lose interest like they have to put the donald <laughs> trump version of run spot run into documents that he reads yeah. donald trump has a nice tie going back to the north korea situation type <laughs> you know that's what it sounds yeah, like because they have to do otherwise he won't read the whole thing has a sense of entitlement for example unreasonable expectations of especially favorable treatment or automatic compliance with his or her expectations he gets on twitter anytime somebody says anything unfavorable he is on twitter attacking that person and getting upset about it little bitty twitter fingers not realizing that being do you know how much bullshit was said about obama do you know how much bullshit was said about bush do you just the president in general you're going to have a section of the population that you're never going to be able to make happy no matter whether you're republican or democrat he cannot accept that he calls for people to be fired because they say things about him that he doesn't like like he, <laughs> Bruh, he can't accept that from black people it seems i don't think he can accept it from anybody because i mean look at he didn't look at some of the people he didn't fire like he literally just out here firing motherfuckers left and right if they don't fall in line with what he wants or what he thinks or whatever the case may be and now what's um there's somebody who apparently called him a moron and now he about to fire his ass Tillerson. to Tillerson. So, Secretary of State. I mean, he can't take it from black people. That is true, but I feel like it, he his ego is such that it don't matter. Like he firing people within his own well, cabinet because firing people in his cabinet is far different than just randomly roasting somebody. 
yeah. on Twitter. And that's all he do with people like Steph Curry. That's all he do yeah. with these NFL protesters. That's all he did with Jamel Hill. But he called for her to be fired. And he, and he firing people in his the first the first member of his little task force that left the black guy was oh, the only one. Yeah. Like he was the first, and a bunch of them other ones followed. But like seems to be black people. There's a variable in how he deal with. Yeah, them. and you can go back to the Central Park Five. You can go back to the reports of how he dealt with black people in his apartment com- uh, complex. Hispanic people. In his you complex, can yeah. you can really go Just back and look at his general. history <laughs> and see that it's been a problem with with how he interact with those groups. So. Did he question a Hispanic judge about whether or not he was going to be yes. able to do well, well, he would be able to make a fair judgment because uh, the case was about Latino, well, Latino people. So, really? Yeah. He's a terrible person. But, yeah, that one fit him. It fits very <laughs> Absolutely. Much so. What number are we on? Six. He got six. You only have to have five. But well, let's that go was five. The, that was five. So, yeah. he got five. He there already. Yeah, he's, he's there. <laughs> Is interpersonally exploitative for example, takes advantage of others to achieve his or her own ends. Yes. Now we're gonna get to talking about Pence and how Trump did that with Pence. Yeah. Just in this last week, <laughs> but he does this so often. Yeah. That <laughs> it's ridiculous. His wife, that that show ass marriage that he got going on. His daughter. He he his exploits da- a lot of people. Oh, his daughter. He exploits a lot. Talk of about the daughter. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's ex- exploiting the national anthem, the flag. And the country and 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 servicemen right now, yeah, with the dialogue as it pertains he'll to exploit, getting the NFL to kneel, he'll Spot exploit kneeling. anything he needs to in order to reach his own end, which is why that one Matt <laughs> that counts. Seven lacks empathy, is unwilling to recognize or identify with the feelings and needs of others. Yep, as his name Donald Jumpman Trump <laughs> suggests. <laughs> When he was in Puerto Rico, he was throwing paper towels at people. There were people in there looking <laughs> to communicate with the president, looking to hear some positive words of affirmation from the leader of our country, arguably the highest position in the world. And he walked up to that table, picked up a pack of paper towels and threw them into the crowd like he was throwing free I mean, t-shirts at a baseball no, no game. he wasn't because he flicked the wrist <laughs> he <laughs> flicked the, the wrist that was a free throw at minimum <laughs> at best that was a steph curry tray ball it that he was trying to trying so to throw insensitive these people have lost every and then he made comparisons to katrina and was like you know y'all only had 16 deaths and then it wasn't like a real uh crisis like katrina was like he just insensitive as fuck. He has no ability to empathize with people going through things that he has not gone through. He then just can't. He was all like trying to pronounce Puerto Rico. Did you hear that? <laughs> Puerto Rico. <laughs> Puerto Rico. He couldn't even roll his tongue because he got old man tongue. That's why he couldn't roll it. Just say Puerto Rico. Like, just the say thing. it regular. Say it, say it, say it, white man, white man speak. It's so condescending and it's so like, he just, he does not have the ability to empathize. He really cannot see why these things are a problem. Like it's going to be fake news or people being sensitive. You don't throw paper towels at people who just lost everything. That is just rude as fuck. Like It's mislabeling (laughs) to say he was throwing them at them. He was throwing them to them. 
he was throwing them at them because it ain't like he had one oh he wasn't looking at this person throwing it directly into them i feel like he was just throwing it into the crowd in general and he was just like they'll fight over them and whoever get it get it like throwing it to them would be if he had picked the person in the crowd and was like trying to get it to that specific well, I think person that depends on whether they caught him or not I mean, if I was there, I'd have been standing there so fucking dumbfounded. I wouldn't have been catching shit. Like, is this nigga really throwing paper towels right now? Is this how we gonna get our supplies? Really? He gonna throw them into the crowd. All right. And the most disappointing part is a lot of people continue to condone and justify and rationalize his behavior. People were saying that it's a joke. You know, those people lost everything. It's not a joke. That's not a time to make a joke. You're standing in the midst of people who gonna be two, three months without power. Some of them had lost everything that they have. You have people that are sick that need electric, like um, respirators and those kind of things that don't have access to them now because of how. Fu- it's nothing to joke about. This isn't the time to be making a joke. So even if that was the case, it's insensitive as fuck because of the surroundings and the circumstances. That doesn't make it okay. Even if he was joking, that that's equally as bad because you, you don't know how to manage a crisis situation. If you think that a hurricane coming and ripping through an entire place and fucking everything to shit is a time for you to make jokes, you're still insensitive and you still have no ability to be empathetic. Like it doesn't change it. It's the same. It doesn't matter what his reasoning was. It was fucked up. People are stupid. They make excuses for him. Yeah. Eight is often envious of others or believes that others are envious of him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Yes, Lord. <laughs> what are we, what's an example of that? I don't know. I feel like he's always envious of other people. That's why I think that he... But he covers it up with making it seem like they... He one of those people who make it seem like everybody is envious. Like, nobody envies you, sir. Like, ain't nobody out here trying to be you. Ain't nobody out here trying to put tape on their ties no. to keep it together. Nobody out here putting ketchup on they steaks nobody trying to be on well there are white people that are trying to be orange he look like a oompa loompa ain't nobody combing over the head like he ain't nobody trying to be you sir but that's what he feels like he because he can't see anything being wrong with him so everybody just envious of him which is bullshit it's preposterous (laughs) very much so preposterous pretty much shows arrogant haughty behaviors or attitudes all day every day <laughs> that he wake up out of the bed at haughty and arrogant. Soon as them little feet hit the floor. Before that, when he yeah go on his mid midnight poops, because <laughs> you know he old man, he got like take a dookie at one, and, like a, another one at like five thirty seven. I hate you specifically those times exactly. He literally has all and he be on he he be on the on the toilet on his phone tweeting tweeting Kofefe. <laughs> Kofefe. Because wasn't that like in the middle of the night when he texted this shit out? Yeah, Steph Curry, you ain't invited. Yeah. NFL owners, y'all better stop these players from kneeling. Yep. They be y'all. Yep. He has literally all nine of them. He got all of them. He, <laughs> there are examples just in the, the short amount of time that he's been president that will support all nine of those things. Yeah. So... That's how you identify them. What well, if they have five of those nine? <laughs> then you are more than likely dealing with somebody that has narcissistic personality disorder. The bottom line is that boy got problems. Yeah, pretty okay? much. And the last question was, how do you deal? Let somebody know. 
You don't. <laughs> That's the answer to that. You don't. Last time we went through antisocial personality disorder to find that he met all the criteria for that as well, yeah. which is basically sociopathy or psychopathy. Mm-hmm. We won't go through that this time, but if you ever get a chance to look up the criteria for that, look it up. Yeah. But I do want to say that the best thing that you can do for a loved one or anybody in your environment that that you think has narcissistic personality disorder and is causing you some some kind of problems, the best thing you can give them is these hands. <laughs> Do not fucking listen to this. No. Okay. <laughs> Don't. You if, can... you, if you give them a three-piece, and I ain't talking about from Mr. Shark's fish and, uh, fish and chicken, I'm talking about give them them paws, they going to know not to bring that narcissism around you. Okay? Don't, don't give them Because there's no way that they're going to believe that they're a no. part of the problem. No. They're not going to believe that they have not. They're going to see, find all kinds of reasons why that's not true. What you can do is to just separate yourself from that. Now, if it's a family member, just deal with them on an as-needed basis. And if it's somebody you're in a relationship, bitch, run. <laughs> Get out of there quick. Leave. Leave. Fact. Because, like, again, what you have to understand about all of the personality disorders is they are exactly what they say. They are disorders of the personality. Personality is basically who you are. And so, while all of them may have, well, narcissistic don't have a lot, but all of them may have treatment that can assist in making it a bit better. This is essentially who that person is. So it's not going to be no huge drastic changes um, that come from therapy with these people. And yes, you can distance yourself from them. Yes. But if you want them to distance themselves from you. Do not give them You give hands. them bop bops. <laughs> I just want to let you know. That's what you do. Don't get them these hands. Just separate yourself from them because it ain't listen like i said the the case that i had it was a couple and you know she at the point that they started coming i think she had been married to him like 16 17 years he was the same them whole (laughs) whole time like this is who they are it's not and even with her coming he didn't change he was like it's her it's her if she would make these changes shit would be perfect it ain't me <laughs> all i'm saying is if they believe they are fantastic and yes. great at everything and that they're the best thing since sliced bread yes which i can seem to think of a lot of better things than sliced bread so i don't know why that became a quote like were they just <laughs> not slicing bread ever no because they breaking bread they were breaking bread but it wasn't like neatly cut slices they exactly were so you it. couldn't really make a sandwich right yeah because they weren't slicing it they was breaking it now you can make like perfect sandwiches okay so not the bread the bread being about just cutting it is yes is, 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 but <laughs> We got all the way off on a tangent. I forgot what I was going to say. What was I at? Um, if you got somebody that thinks they're perfect, they're not gonna. You ain't gonna say nothing that's gonna change their mind. I think that's where you was going with it. I don't know. Okay, okay. If you think, if you're in an environment with somebody who think they perfect, think they the best, think they wondrous, everything they better than sliced bread. The best thing you can do for them, second best thing, is. Show them that you got hands and that they can't beat you What's in the, hands. You said the second best. What's the first? Oh, giving them hands because you want them to remove themselves from you. This one is you giving them hands, they stay in your environment, but you get to say you're good at everything except protecting yourself against these hands. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, don't listen to On Point. He is the king of having y'all do this petty shit that he would never do himself because he's not a petty person. I don't. I don't put myself in positions to have to employ my own pettiness. <laughs> I'm just helping people get some kind of internal satisfaction out of unfortunate circumstances. Just separate yourself. And you definitely, like, if, if you're in a relationship, you don't want to have a kid with a narcissist because right, trying to raise a child with a narcissist when that child came from him or her, that sometimes extends to the child, sometimes it doesn't. So then you're going to have to deal with, well, no, little Timmy's, per you, no, that's fine. He's being create. Let him create. Let him be creative. And you're going to have, Timmy going to be out here doing all kind of fuck shit. So, just separate yourself. Don't let it get to that point. Don't be out here procreating with narcissists. Just separate yourself from the situation. And like I said, you can't, you know, family is family, but you do get to choose how much you interact with that family member and just don't fuck with them because you're not going to be able, you're not going to be able to say, hey, you know what I think? I think you have narcissistic personality disorder. Here are the characteristics. And I think you have six of them. And all you need is five. They're not going to be like, oh, my God, I've been wondering what was wrong with me. Thank you. I'm going to go expeditiously to the therapist and get. No, it's not going to happen. They're going to think you're crazy and that you hating <laughs> on them. You just jealous of all the greatness that is them. Just run. That's my advice. Just run because it ain't going to get much better. Like even if, like I said, even if they were to go and get therapy, it's a long process and a lot of them are not going to stick with it long enough to, for it to make any progress because it's like there's nothing wrong with me <laughs> why am i even going like there's i'm good <laughs> they're not going to be what you need them to be no they're not it I, don't really matter how long they in therapy they're no. not going to be what you need them to be no so yeah just run that's the answer just go find you somebody else and if you don't want to run don't walk. give them these hands <laughs> i mean i was gonna say walk briskly <laughs> okay but make sure you're just going in the opposite direction yes of where that person is and you know yeah. they say somebody is is made for everybody yeah probably not probably not narcissists but they're gonna have somebody they're gonna uh, have yeah, somebody. yeah i'm trying to think of who i yeah they'll have somebody but like i said this lady stayed with him for like 16 years and she at some point was like well maybe it is me because he had been like force feeding her that it was her this whole time so somebody who like me it would never work because automatically off top like no you're not perfect and neither am i and we both need to work on some shit and if you ain't willing to work on your shit then i can't be here but you do have people that would not be able to do that so yeah i mean they 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 get married they have you know they do shit so obviously there's some people out there that can deal with the shit but it's not it's gonna be at a great cost to you and your sanity trying to deal with somebody who constantly thinks that they're perfect because if they're perfect then you have to be the problem so they're gonna be constantly trying to get you to change to be you know to fix the situation so just run true get out of there. true just get the fuck out of there man that's true i hate you <laughs> <laughs> i got a lot of voices in my head you, today. yes you you have a lot of voices every day <laughs> they just don't most, get to hear all of them yeah most of them are not i do them alone yes i practice like different accents and <laughs> voices like if i was a cartoon character you might need to do some voiceover work. Maybe you can get in on a new ep new season. Of I live in Alabama. That's true. <laughs> Nobody act around here. No, they don't. Well, there's some people that act poorly. Act out. <laughs> Kids and adults. 
Um, we therapists. We know what they be doing. Yeah, out we here. do. Uh, I guess that answers the question. Hopefully, that answers the question for you. So, yeah. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, of course, and, you know, hit us up, send us a message. We'll read it and also, answer it on the show. Also, to add to that, if you got hands oh, and you want to let your narcissistic friends know, who the deal is you know hit him with a little three four piece i'm telling y'all don't be listening to him because he's not gonna come bail you out of jail when you give him that three piece and they call the police on your ass he's not gonna bail you out he's not gonna i'm telling you it's not gonna happen you can call me you don't know my phone number or my real name but <laughs> you can try <laughs> oh my god all right um I guess since I started out wanting to do country grandma, we can start off with Nelly. So Nelly uh, has a rape. He got arrested, actually, uh, on a rape allegation. Um, so this is what, according to TMZ, the woman claims that she and her friends were partying at Nelly's table. She got tipsy, got invited to an after party, left with Nelly's people, and was then taken to Nelly's tour bus. The 21-year-old then claims that she and Nelly were in his room, and she said no when he tried to have sex with her. She also alleges that Nelly told her to shut up and added that he wanted to have sex with her without a condom. After the alleged rape, the woman claims that that's when Nelly offered her money, and when a different woman came in the room and said, you gotta go. She claims the woman proceeded to throw her off the bus and threw $100 at her. And, of course, Nelly is saying that this isn't true and that this did not happen. You know, I just, I don't know. <laughs> First of all, I talked to um, Cole, Cole Jackson from Government Names, and he was like. Government name. He was like, ain't nobody out here trying to fuck Nelly. And I was like women still like like still find nelly attractive like yeah he ain't really making music no more but bitches are still like out here grouping it up for nelly so but clearly that wasn't the case like that's the opposite of rape well no but like i guess he even saying like agreeing to like go on his tour bus and stuff like who give a fuck about nelly but women do women still care it's folks out here Trying to bang Charlie Wilson. Oh Jesus, that's true. Ronald Osley. Oh my God. Oh. Man, they they balls set long ago. Yeah. They the sun set on their balls a long time ago, and it's women out here so throwing their draws on stage. Y'all thinking they some Nelly fans out yeah. here who remember now? Why you would be a twenty one year old Nelly fan? Well, that was another one of his points. He's like, she don't know nothing about Nelly, but like you gotta understand the same way that I did not grow up in the era of Marvin Gaye. I'm still a fan, and I still listen to his music. I still listen to Cool in the Gang. I still listen to The Temptation. I listen to music that's not from my era. And for her, Nelly is kind of the equivalent for a 21-year-old. Well, would you hang out with they Sunset Balls? Hell no. But that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> but And Nelly isn't, I don't know, I guess physically he don't look the same as like, First of all, most of them, the Temptations is dead, all of them, except for um, Otis. <laughs> so, even if I wanted to, it wouldn't happen, but I wouldn't. You know, Nelly got a big head. He does. If he headbutt somebody, it's a wrap. <laughs> True. He, he probably got a thick skull, too. I'm sure he does. Like, I, 
you know, and of course I'm not victim shaming at all. All I'm, all I will say is that me as a woman, if I go to like a concert at this point with all of this shit about all of these rappers doing fuck shit like this, if, even if I got invited, like I'm not going, I'm not, I don't, I'm good. Like I came to see you in concert. I'm good. Like I'm not going to go on your tour bus just because I know that this type of thing fucking happens. We, we see this shit a lot. And so for me, I would not, I'm also not 21, but I feel like even 21 year old red probably, I'm just a suspicious motherfucker. I watch too much ID channel, so I don't trust niggas. (laughs) I came to the concert to see you. I saw you. I'm good. I know that after parties and parties in hotel rooms and, and, and tour buses get crazy. And I know niggas get out of pocket and feel like because you're this guy that you can have whatever you want and i'm not finna deal with that shit i i'm good with seeing you in concert so that's me i don't really i just i don't trust none of these artists at this point to to want to go hang out with them like i just i don't feel like they hanging want to hang out with me because i'm cool like i just seem like a cool chick like i don't feel like that's what it would be so i personally would decline i don't know i mean I feel like if you're going to hang out with a celebrity like that, you need a body cam or some yeah. glasses, some glasses with some of them spy glasses, <laughs> or, or some kind of recording audio device or something. You think by now that people would know that being in a, a tour bus or a hotel room or anywhere with a celebrity is going to be at best a high pressure sales situation. Yep. At worst, a sexual assault. Yeah. And or rape. Yeah, and I mean, I mean it doesn't make it right, but it's like it's it's one of them situations where I'm not gonna leave my car unparked in like a fucked up ass place in town because I know just I already know what could potentially happen. So for my sake, I'm not gonna do nothing like that. And I feel like this is that same kind of situation. I know that a lot of of hip hop artists, especially now, have this mentality of you know, I'm I'm Nelly. I'm whoever. And so, yeah, you here. So we finna, this is what finna happen. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't want to be in that situation. So for me, like I said, I would decline. Like, that doesn't make me any less of a fan of yours. But like, just for my safety, I'm not finna come to your fucking tour bus or hotel room or whatever the fuck it is. I came to see you in concert. And I came, I saw, I'm going the fuck home. Or to this club down the street with my girls. I'm not coming to your your bus or your hotel room. That being said, that don't let Nelly off the hook. If he raped her, he absolutely deserves to be punished for it. Now, will he be punished for it? I don't know. That's another thing. That's what I'm saying. Like you also see these situations where these allegations are made, and then either it just get dropped all together, or people get paid out of court. Like it's just I wouldn't want to go through that. I wouldn't. Then let him off the hook, not victim blaming. All I'm saying is it, in, to any ladies that are listening, if you get invited to a hotel, and I know you get starstruck and it sounds like a good idea, just think back to all of these stories, the Nellies, the Mysticals, all of these situations where these women have had these situations happen. It's just not worth it. Because maybe he is a good guy. Maybe you will just go and, and party and hang out and chill with them and have a good story to tell. That's ain't in your favor though, especially when alcohol and and potentially drugs are involved. Like, 
No. And I talked about this before. It's really, it's really hard when having this conversation as it pertains to women and and rape because and 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 victim shaming. Yeah. Because if I went to a neighborhood and every time I went there I get my window busted out, and you know I tell all my friends that every time I go there my window get busted like, out. Why the fuck you keep yeah, going? Yeah, they gonna say keep. <laughs> why you keep going over there? But as it pertains to rape. I think because of the issues that we had as a society with misogyny, men not taking it seriously, police officers not following report, and and people who do even get charges for it being able to get off like Brock yeah. Turner, yeah. Oh, you know, I think it creates a very, very odd dynamic in which you it's become really hard to tell a woman that she can't operate and she shouldn't go here or she shouldn't do this. I mean, you know, and and and. Should you be able to go wherever the fuck you want to go and not have to deal with this? Yes. But I also should be able to be black in America and not have to deal with the shit that I have to deal with as well. At some point, you just have to accept that in order for myself to be safe, I'm just going to have to take these things into consideration. It's not victim blaming because obviously you doing whatever should should not end with you being assaulted. But if you know that the odds get higher if you do these things it's in your best interest to not do them now does that mean that it's it's not fucked up no it is fucked up i should be able to wear what i want i should be able to if i get invited somewhere i should be able to just fucking go and not have to worry about these things but that's not the reality in which we live in so for me i don't think it's victim blame i think victim blaming is more like you know, well, bitch, you shouldn't have been wearing that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's it's victim a more blaming. overt, overt yeah. blaming of that individual. Yeah, but rather than be passively recognizing yeah. that, you know, there are some different things that you can do in the future moving forward. Yes. And I don't think it's about the individual. That's just general information for yeah. anybody who is about to approach approach that situation. And, and a part of it is we have to live in the world we have and try not to be living in the world we want to have. We live in a world in which the powerful, rich, wealthy men will assault you. And I think you have to act accordingly. I think we can hope to be in a world in which men are a little bit more respectful and and would not do that. But if you act that, if you have that world when you don't, you just jeopardize a lot of of situations. Shit, y'all president talked about grabbing women by the vagina because you because you rich and they just gonna let you do it and y'all still like he didn't say vagina i know he didn't say vagina but why don't you say what he said because i don't say that word why not (laughs) because i don't like the other ones i know i will say anything else dick is a new thing dick i i used to say you've been saying that lately it's that's a recent thing i will never be okay with the other word i don't you need to come up with a different word for it why not vagina? Vagina's fine. That's the, that's the, what it that's is. That's anatomical. But that's what that's it too is. That's precise. It's a vagina. <laughs> and why you ain't saying penis? I was saying penis. I just got comfortable saying dick because I well, was saying vagina and penis, and everybody was laughing at me. We're gonna bring. We're gonna find you a new word. I don't know what's wrong with vagina. That's what it is. <laughs> but he made that statement and still was able to be elected president of the united states of america so what chance do you think you have against a nelly or a mystical or any of these other because mystical just got went down on a second time for rape mm-hmm. he just out here just not giving a fuck but 
you just have to be cognizant so for me like i said yes i should be able to wear as short a skirt as i want i should be able to wear niggas walk around without shirts on i'm not saying i want to walk around without my shirt on but i'm saying like you should be able to wear what you want in an ideal world yes but that's not the world that we live in and so as a woman you have to take certain precautions and be careful and know that especially men in power powerful men sometimes that they, they extend that to to people and not just things and so if you have somebody on your hand that extends it out to people you're just something to be owned you're just something to be conquered you're something that he wants at that moment so he gonna get it i'm not gonna put myself in a situation where that is able to happen so like i said i don't give a fuck how big of a, a, a fan i am of yours i'm not coming back to your hotel room with you because i you don't even know me like that's like when niggas on the street be like, oh, you got a boyfriend? You can't have no friends? Because you came over here because you want to be my motherfucking friend. Like, nigga, please. Like, we both know why you walked over here. And it wasn't because I looked like a cool-ass person from a distance. Same thing with them. They're not inviting you back to that. They want pretty faces. They're not inviting you because you look like a cool person or you seem like a cool person. They're inviting you based off the fact that they find you attractive. And that attraction might... <laughs> go in a, a direction that you don't want it to go so for me i'm gonna decline to be like no nah, i'm good they want some of that yin yang but you show <laughs> you're determined to make that a thing is that <laughs> no that ain't gonna work for you okay yin -yang I, I come, thing. We'll come with, it's like yin -yang oh twins. you just messed it up oh you messed it up well, okay we gotta find something else <laughs> but yeah you just you have to just know that and again this is not an excuse this is not to say men can't control themselves and but the fact of the matter is this is the world that we live in and regardless of whether or not it's right or wrong sometimes you just have to play ball just so that you can especially when it comes to protecting yourself like trying to make a point by putting yourself in a dangerous situation and saying i should be able to do this if i want to is fucking crazy is it really <laughs> worth you getting attacked like don't don't make a point on this this ain't one this is not the situation to try to make a point on because you're gonna find yourself hemmed up somewhere like you just have to uh, live in the world that we live in and, and the world that we live in say don't go to hotel rooms or tour buses with niggas that have egos you gotta protect your clap trap no <laughs> okay the that clap work. is a venereal disease and as soon as you said clap trap that's what i thought I'm of i'm just saying that's terrible if you have that <laughs> right no okay no wrong. you cannot okay, use claptrap to to talk generically about all women's parts that's very specific women <laughs> that's like like that's like saying hiv container exactly okay yeah, oh my god oh, i wish i could remember i saw somewhere it was on facebook somebody that like fake religious that's always posting religious shit posted this thing with like hiv but the acronym was like something religious and i was just like girl don't you that no when people hear hiv they not thinking heavenly whatever the fuck they're thinking that the, you got the package don't go around with that don't stop doing that no that you that can't be your acronym don't use hiv that's terrible some things you just you can't try to reuse and hiv is one of those things don't use that acronym don't do it because it's it's known to, but there's a video of nelly uh on stage it supposedly happened this same night mm -hmm. and just put in nelly video it'll pop up um yeah at this point it sure. is him on stage with what looks like a 12 year old girl wow 
singing one of his little sexy yeah. I'ma seduce you songs and twirling her hair. It is really creepy. I that <laughs> look like a child. If she is older than eighteen, it's very surprising. I have to show it to you before you leave, but it's ridiculous. I, I just it was hard to watch. Yeah. It just made Nelly look like one a pedophile, but if she's over eighteen, it definitely made him the creep of the month, at least. <sighs> women just be careful of him, man. Like I said, you you shouldn't have to, but the fact of the matter is, you do. And just be cognizant when you're accepting offers from people, even and it don't even have to be rappers because there's regular niggas out here that'll hem you up somewhere. Just be aware of your surroundings. Be careful. Pay attention. Don't accept drink. When I went to college, my mom was like, "If you didn't buy the drink, don't you drink it. And if you put it down and you your eyes went on it, don't drink it." Like she beat that into me. So now I don't accept drinks, and I've had drinks sent to me, even if the bartender bring it. I'm still just like, no, <laughs> I'm good, because my mom like has me thinking that everybody gonna roofie me. But I would rather that than to me just be like, bring on the drinks, guys. Well, they can roof your sweet tea, too, though. They can. Like, I don't accept no drinks. No, drinks, period. I'm like, just saying, you on a date and you drink on the table, don't leave that drink. Yeah, no, uh-uh. Or, or come back and knock it over by accident so Did they bring another you another one. one. Yeah. I don't, if I, like, on a date, I if I go to the bathroom and come back, I'm not going to touch whatever. Because hopefully by the time I go to the bathroom, we're at the end of the meal anyway. I'm not going to touch it again. Because I was going, I don't know what the fuck you did. Because I don't know you yet. I'm not trusting. I, I just, everybody is a potential rapist. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going <laughs> to be careful. I'm not going to treat you badly, but I am going to treat you cautiously until I you earn trust. It's not just given. That's an earned thing. Understood. So I am not finna just assume that you ain't gonna slip something in my drink. Because most niggas that slip things in drinks don't look like niggas that would slip things in drinks. So I'm not taking that chance. So yeah, and of course, again, I should be able to accept a drink from somebody that, that was nice and wanted to be, but in the world that we live in, I know people roofie shit. And with roofies, you don't even remember shit the next day. No, thank you. <laughs> be careful out here, ladies. Just be careful. And Nelly, if you did that shit, fuck you. And I hope that you get convicted, which in America, who knows <laughs> what will happen. But just be careful, man. Gotta be careful out here, these motherfuckers. Let's talk about guns. So. Must we? Yes. The Las Vegas shooting. I just want to follow up on some concepts about it, you know, and since some people listening. We'll be able to give some input about that. Let me just, the only thing that I have to say, this is going to be mostly your conversation. <laughs> the only thing that I have to say is that if for anybody thinking that this is going to be the incident that's going to get like stricter gun laws, if you are hoping for that, you can let that shit go. It's not going to happen. Well, they're trying to regulate items that, because fully automatic rifles are, outlawed already they they're banned mm-hmm. semi okay the difference fully automatic weapons you can hold the trigger mm-hmm. and bullets keep coming out mm-hmm. until that clip is gone automatic semi-automatic weapons you pull the trigger you have to keep pulling the trigger mm-hmm. there are items like bump stocks which is the the particular gun um, accessory that keeps popping up as it pertains to what that guy had mm-hmm. that simulates 
a fully automatic weapon. Mm-hmm. It's basically something you put on the gun and it keeps shooting and it re and, and it repress itself mm-hmm. to make. So what they're trying to do is look at weapons that or accessories that can change them to fully automatic. Um, the issue is that I just don't understand the NRA's infatuation with with making sure everybody can have guns because guns are a billion dollar industry like so i guess that means that my problem is people's people blindly buying the outside context and not realizing that they are really sheep they're in this game of of buying it's a business it's a hundred percent of business but if you feed into people don't let them take your right away you're gonna get a lot more people that's oh no yes i they're not gonna take my rights i i demand to be able to have my gun you're gonna get a lot more people purchasing guns behind that than any other kind of sales pitch that you can put out it's a sales pitch it well, let really me throw is out some dialogue let me throw out some dialogue that that i've heard and maybe i can get some input from it from some people that's listening but one part of it is access to guns won't change anything now what i was thinking about is if Every home, because we don't believe that the access to guns make a difference. If every home, instead of having a fire hydrant or fire extinguisher, Mm -hmm. had a gun in it. Mm -hmm. And every car you bought came with a gun. (laughs) And every restaurant you can go out to eat had like a gun area, you know, where everybody had access to guns. Do we really not believe that there would be more deaths by gun? Well, that and so is the argument that it's not the access to guns; it's the people that use them. So take, okay. So with that, or because or because people would illegally get them, is that part of this conversation? Well, a small part of the conversation is that you can't limit the people who follow the rules because the people who don't follow the rules won't follow them, and they will get whatever they can have access to well guess what so if 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 you want to make that argument then we should just like drugs shouldn't be illegal you should be able to go get your coke and your heroin why not because limited access doesn't make a difference if everybody is allowed to have it the situation would be better somehow i feel like in the scenario i gave there's a lot of people who would use those weapons yeah. who normally wouldn't have access to them yeah. uh who would use them in like moments of passion yep. where they were angry and they had a means to take care of the reason that they were angry yep. i feel like from that i believe access makes a difference it does to the next part of if there were stronger background checks it wouldn't have changed this man from doing what he did he amassed 33 semi-automatic weapons in the course of a year. Yep. You mean to tell me if we didn't have a way of measuring and monitoring who gets guns because there's a loophole where you can buy guns from gun shows and nobody knows that you're buying a gun. So you mean to tell me if there wasn't a system that showed that this man bought three uh, semi-automatics in January, three in February, two in March, if they were on some kind of list, mm-hmm. people wouldn't be able to follow up with what he might be doing. Because to amass 33 guns in that period of time, yeah. what else could you be doing it for? I mean, if you are a periodic collector of these weapons, that's different. 
But over a year, a man who has shown relatively no interest in guns and may have had a handgun, according to his brother, all of a sudden amassed 33. Yeah. You don't think if we had record of that, we would be able to dictate a pattern that might help us find some people who are thinking of doing some stuff like this. Because the thing is, no matter what we do, obviously it's not going to stop all of it. But I don't understand why people don't understand that we should do as much as we can to say that. Well, it, it will still happen in some some aspect. Doesn't make any sense. Like, why wouldn't you do everything that you can to lower the number of people or lower the number of potentials? That don't make no sense to just say, well, it'll happen anyway. So let's just not give a fuck. That doesn't make any sense. The NRA is Kaza Soze out here. Y'all, you seen Usual Suspects? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say any more if you haven't seen it, but it wouldn't be a spoiler alert because the movie is super old. Yeah, and I'll be giving a if it's an old movie, I'm gonna say whatever it is. I don't even want to spoil it because I have seen a lot of movies that I should have seen, and I get well, they get spoiled all the time. This you need to get on top of it. I, I don't. When when I get into a relationship with someone, my plan is to start watching the IMDb top 300. Okay, I you know, how many of but the, it I've has to be like a serious relationship, which. I don't know when that's going to be. So. But what if you don't want to see, like, some of them are going to be genres of movies that you don't want to see? Well, the whole world have dictated that they go in the top 300 of hundreds of thousands of movies that's been mm-hmm. made. So they're at least worth a shout. I guess. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't think I'm going to watch any horror movies in it. What about chick flicks? I watch chick flicks. Okay. Every time me and my brother got whoopings, my mama call us in there and be like, hey, come watch TV with me. And it was Lifetime. Designing <laughs> Women, Columbo, whatever random We Hate Men version of a movie is on. That's funny. That's what we did. So our chick flicks are fine. Okay. Horror movies, different situation. I doubt that a, a ton of horror movies would make it on the top. Because they, they suck. Well, they're, they they're only meant stories. to scare. They're, I'm pretty sure a solid <laughs> or two is on there. Yeah, I guess. And Maybe. they're meant to scare you. So, like, I don't think that they're so much worried about plot as they are, like, fear factor. Anyway, that was just a little quick dialogue about guns. Uh, because I'm just not understanding the rationale from some of these people about it. Well, if the really truth of it is that we just can't do nothing, then we might as well give all the toddlers grenades. <laughs> Because God damn, you said grenades. I don't know, man. Because it because it's crazy. Just don't pull that the pen people out. People say it has nothing to do with the tool. Yeah, but only does. the person that wills it. But you wouldn't let a toddler hang around a knife. Well, but okay, on a, on, a, on a dining room table. Look at the fact that you have to get to an airport two two and a half hours early, like. At how much they cracked down on shit after 9-11 like most other things in this country when something happens they immediately try to rectify it by some kind of way no matter how inconvenient it may be no matter that's what i'm saying the reason why guns are different is because it's a business and they make money off of it and that's why i don't have any kind of hope that it's going to change drastically because of that because with everything else they will make the the necessary changes like all of this shit with TSA, all of these things that they change, you can't take this on the plane. You can't take that on the plane. You can't do this. You can't do. They changed all of that in reaction to those people being able to get on the plane and hijack it and do the shit they did on 9-11. We had numerous mass shootings. Numerous. Vegas was not the first one, probably not going to be the last. Numerous mass shootings. 
and we still are having this same fucking conversation that we have every time we have a mass shooting and the difference here is that it is a business that they make money off of and they're just not willing to make the changes necessary because it would impact the business well this and 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 my dialogue is not for the nra lobbyist it's for the person who is eating the garbage that the nra is feeding them in terms of second amendment rights yeah but that's why the business is thriving because people eat it up if 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 people would stop with the whole fucking second amendment rights and you're not gonna take my gun the nra would not be able to do this but because they were able to find something again that that people feel so strongly about they've made it into a billion dollar business and it ain't gonna go nowhere that's why i said i at this point i don't have hope that that the the gun laws are going to change drastically as much as they need to change because we didn't have too many of these situations that that didn't happen you you had the nightclub in florida you had the batman move like i can go on and on with the number of mass shootings that we have had in this country in recent years you don't even have to go back that fucking far and they don't do anything every time it happens. People go about to say, it ain't the tool, it's the people. And you can't punish the good people because of the bad. And we go do the same shit every time a mass shooting happens. They're not going to The do tool anything. is only as limited as the wielder. Because, I mean, like I said, a toddler with a butcher knife, that butcher knife is dangerous because the person don't know how to use it. It works for guns as well. Yep. And we're sitting out here trying to allow everybody to have guns i don't think a blanket of mental health issues should remove people from being able to get guns because there's a lot of people who have very well medicated and you know uh, what word am i trying to say maintained maintained is probably better than what i was going <laughs> to figure out uh mental illnesses and so i don't think a blanket over mental health should be an issue no but i just think that somebody should know who got guns how many why and how quickly they're building them up shit trump was ready to make a a muslim database have people with numbers and shit but and 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 people were with that but like the gun thing is just like no we shouldn't monitor that like people are stupid i don't know um did you watch glee no i didn't watch glee either but even with me not having watched glee because glee was so huge i do remember like the main the 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 characters that were in the spotlight a lot one of them being mark salling or salling i don't know is it salling i don't know i don't know i don't know who that is he played noah puckerman again i ain't watched the shit but i remember he was in like advertisements he was on the cover of shit when the show blew up and all of this shit he has pled guilty to child porn charges. Uh, he had more than 50,000 images and videos of child porn and erotica on his laptop. Some of the victims were as young as three to five years old. He downloaded these images and tried to mask his IP address with some kind of software. Obviously, the shit didn't work. So to avoid being locked up for 20 years, he pled guilty. Uh, he took a plea deal he'll serve four to seven in jail um he will have to register as a sex offender and he will have to pay fifty thousand dollars to each victim who submits a formal restitution request um apparently his internet use will be monitored and controlled for 20 years i don't know how the fuck they plan to do that if he goes to like a library or something but what else um 
he stated he's pleading guilty because he's guilty. So he he did this shit. It ain't some kind of conspiracy. He didn't try to say my little brother was using my computer. It wasn't me. Like he said he did the shit, which is terrible. And just goes to show you. Um, he about the same age as um. If he ain't in his thirties, I would be surprised. His booty hole ain't gonna make it. Oh no, they don't play that shit in uh in in prison and jail. Child abusers get fucked up and fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that just go to show it. you like that again, back to the Nelly thing. These are celebrities, but they are also regular people and they, they do fucked up shit. Like them being celebrities does not exempt them from the fucked upness. They are flawed. They are very flawed. And so because you we know, are flawed. He he out here taking pictures and, and getting endorsements and shit. Meanwhile, go, he going home watching kitty porn on his fucking laptop. Like, you just never know. We all, I mean, I'm sure we all do stuff. Not kitty porn. Oh, yeah. Fuck no. Not <laughs> kitty porn. I can't, even, I can't even jump on that bandwagon. But when you said we, you know, we all flawed, I'm sure some people come home and... <laughs> Chew their toenails with they with they teeth. That you heard somebody disgusting. who do that? I've heard people who do that. That's disgusting. It's nasty. Why would you do that? I don't know. Like it's other ways to show the world that you flexible. Ugh. Well, you don't show the world. You just no. do it. Yeah. You know. Well, no. That's I'm just saying. Like sometimes I feel like people think that celebrities are not flawed just because of their celebrity status. Like just like you go home and do some fuck crazy shit that you don't want nobody to know about, they do too. Like his just happened to be child porn, but like these celebrities are people. There are people who have a talent that they were able to monetize and and make use of. They still people, and they are flawed, and they do fucked up shit like rape people and and have child porn their computers so just be mindful of that when you out here you know again meeting these celebrities and stuff and and how i met a celebrity i'm not gonna say that i went who would i fangirl off of idris elba if i met idris elba i would be like oh my god it's idris elba but at the end of the day i also know that i don't know what the fuck this nigga doing (laughs) this nigga was attached to k michelle do you know how disappointed i was that he was attached to k michelle you know how ratchet she is? Do you know how much my opinion of him lowered just from his association with this heifer? Like, I was like, really, Idris? K. Michelle, nigga. You can have anybody. And K. Michelle is who, well, he, <laughs> and he ain't say shit about it. He kept it on the hush. K. Michelle is one of those people who you would have sex with, but you ain't gonna let nobody know you had sex with her because she was the one who started running her mouth about it. That nigga didn't say shit. He still didn't. He, I don't even think he addressed it after she, like, told the world. He just acted like shit didn't happen. <laughs> I had a dream. About K. Michelle? No. Uh- <laughs> Why would why would I have a dream about know. K. Michelle? I don't know. Why would Idris Elba date or fuck K. Michelle? Well, I had a dream about Childish Gambino. So okay, I was playing his music all night. Oh, uh-huh. and I don't know if y'all know much about my dreams, but like I have a whole bunch of like I dream a lot. He's I have weird. Dreams. He has weird ass dreams. <laughs> and not only that, but I have dreams, recurring dreams that like are connected. Every one of them are connected. And this one just took place in my old childhood with a new house. In our the house I grew up in in that dream is new now. It was old. It burned down. My granddaddy rebuilt it, and now it's like new. And this is the first time I've dreamt of it, and it was this new. Mm-hmm. But 
and the inside is the exact same as it was before it burnt down. But Childish Gambino flew in town and came to my house for some reason. And we were just listening to his music the whole time. And I just remember being a fan in my dream. It wasn't even out when you were a kid. (laughs) He was a kid when you were a kid. I mean, I was regular me at this point. Oh, okay. Like, I was regular me because my house just, just knew now. Like, Okay. I'm not a kid in the dream. Just my childhood neighborhood. But when you said, who would you fan out over? I was doing that in my dream <laughs> for Donald Glover. That's so funny. But but I yeah, know. I That's just, weird. I fuck him. And, and see, what's really messed up, or not messed up, I mean, it is what it is. But like, when you're a celebrity who gets nicked on some child porn shit, because a lot of them, when they go in, they just don't tell people they charge or they'll make up something else because everybody knows what it is. Like you at the bottom of the food chain when you go into prison, if you're a child uh, molester or you anything related to children. But if you're a celebrity, it's kind of hard for you to do this shit. <laughs> they know why you there because it was like televised. So I don't know. He, he, he going to be, be in protective custody probably. He's going to meet Booty Warrior. They might put him in protective custody since he's a celebrity. They you do think that the for police them. officers ain't complicit in less stuff happening in people? Oh no, I'm sure they are. And fifty thousand. You know how long he had to have been collecting these photographs and videos? Fifty thousand is long. a lot. That's a lot for somebody lot. who's an actor. And like, well, I don't know if he what he been doing since Glee. So maybe not. Maybe he do got a lot of time on his hands when he just like that. Fifty thousand just sound like a lot. Like yeah. right now, I don't think I got fifty thousand photos and shit on my computer and i do youtube videos and i i would be surprised if i had fifty thousand photos well i hope he i hope it was just limited to video i hope he didn't have any interaction with any children hopefully it was just hopefully that's that's the case well and you know if for somehow y'all know this case and y'all know any of these kids that might be on this stuff get that kid them fifty thousand dollars He got to pay. Pick it out. But Get that only... kid that money. You got to pay yep. for your disgustingness. Yep. But it, it, it's only the ones that come forward. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I hope a break lot of the them boy. come forward. Yeah, break them. He got it. Leave him broke. He got it. He was, again, he was one of the like more popular characters on the show, which is why, again, without me even watching the show, I knew who he was. So when I saw that headline, I was like, damn, that Glee nigga out here. Watching little kids and shit. The fuck? No bueno. No, not at all. Dove. I don't know why I thought you said Doug, and then Doug. I immediately thought of Doug. Doug funny. I remember that. That was my yeah. show. Doug. It was the most normal. Yeah. Show ever. Like, did nothing happen in his Just life outside of what happened to regular folks? Went to school. He didn't have his homework sometimes. He had a bully. <laughs> it was just regular life. Best friend that was way smarter and yeah. had more access to things than him. He had a crush. Patty Mayonnaise. Yeah. It's a ridiculous name. Yeah. If your last name is Mayonnaise, don't name your child. I don't know why your last name would be Mayonnaise, but don't name your child Patty. <laughs> I don't know what a good name would be to go with that, but not Patty. Patty Mayonnaise. Whatever. No, no name. But you didn't say Doug. You said Doug. For Susan mayonnaise would be stupid. Like any name <laughs> behind that is like you can't even use a regular name. I'd rather you use like some kind of Patty. Yeah, Patty would be. It just don't work better. Yeah. 
But I said dove. You did say dove. Like the bird. Yes. But not the bird. The lotion and beauty products. Yes, yeah, beauty products. Soap. Soap. Shampoo. If y'all don't know what's going on with Dove, you can just put Dove commercial into Google, and what's going to pop up is a a commercial with this black woman in a brown shirt taking off her shirt, and as she takes it off, it's a white woman underneath. It's very important to add the context <laughs> that after that white woman shows up, she takes her shirt off, and it's an Asian woman underneath when you see the pictures on facebook when you see the gifs of it you're going to see just the black woman and the white woman yes that's the only context you get and a lot of dialogue is coming from it i was in a discussion earlier today that indicated that her being the asian woman makes like a turning into another person of color makes a difference well let me tell you the issues surrounding this whole situation one there have always been issues in the beauty industry as it pertains to black skin mm -hmm. black hair mm -hmm. and generally black hair mm -hmm. the reason that rihanna has created fendi is because no white beauty company has thought that it was important enough to offer all of these different shades to black women they have three shades of brown makeup. usually you you're gonna have light skin you're gonna have brown and you're gonna have semi-dark you never gonna have like dark dark anybody that's got like dark skin is fucked like very rarely do they are they able to find makeup no no company could but they imagine. have like 15 different shades of white well, like no, i'm not even like i'm not even exaggerating 15 shades of white well no company could conceptualize <laughs> mm -mm. the idea that we should cater to all of these different brown shades yep. fendi did that yep. this is not new and, and this is just recent stuff yeah shea moisture couldn't conceptualize that women with deeper curl patterns and thicker hair was somebody that that felt so connected to that product that they didn't even consider that group in the last commercial that they had yep. and then you talk about dove right now and they might not have done that with any malicious intent but they're operating off of that colorblind mentality you know when people say i'm colorblind it usually means i don't recognize your brown skin as brown or a problem and i don't recognize your culture as something that's different than mine because we're american I we bleed red punch people in the face like that does not that does not convince me that you're this good person because i take it exactly like what you said you telling me that you're colorblind you're leaving i am brown i am black i am a black woman i that is a large part of who i am so you saying that you're colorblind is you leaving off a very huge part of who i am and it's something that caters to your own sense of discomfort with the existence of brown people because you rather say i don't see you as different than me yep i see me different than you yeah you know, so you the world saying, sees me different. You saying you. that you're you're the same. We're all the same. It's just to make you comfortable because yeah. I'm telling you that I am brown. My culture is different. But what they're doing is they're appeasing the diversity in these commercials by adding a brown person, but not taking into consideration the culture of that person added. Yep. And if they had a black person in that room that would have been able to challenge that commercial. Or if they had the decency with a room full of white people to either co even consult with somebody brown before they put that commercial out, yep. they would know that they should not have put that black person first and that white person second. It might have even been better if the white person was first and then the black person was second. Yeah. Because a lot of a large dialogue for a lot of people is that they're they're channeling 
the historical context of those ads where it looked like you can wash off black skin and turn it white. Yeah. And, and this is a soap. So it looks exactly like that to people. And I mean, a lot of people are saying, I don't, I don't see the ad. I'm not, I'm, I don't see the controversy. It's just more the same. It, it, yeah. To me, it don't really represent the dirty, the message, the message. They didn't mean anything by it. Yeah. But it just further continues to represent how little they put into thinking about culture yeah. and thinking about brown people and not just them for being brown, but for their, their cultural existence, our cultural existence and why we exist. They don't, they're not thinking about it. It's just more the same. They yeah. don't put any thought into or intentionality into how they're going to integrate black people into the situation. They just integrate somebody with brown skin into the situation. You saw, I showed you that ad, Chloe Kardashian, for good. First of all, the company being named Good American, I don't want to wear nothing called Good American because in my in the history of my people tells me Good American just sound like some white shit. But Chloe Kardashian has an ad where she is posing with this black model, and that's fine. But one of the pictures has the black model le- um, kneeling. And leaning against Khloe Kardashian. It's, it's not like an NFL kneel no. either. It's kind of like slave submission, a, a submission kind of kneel. Like I, you have to see the ad. It just, and it's like, yes, Khloe Kardashian, I guess, is a star or whatever, but she still would have been a star if she had been the one kneeling. It just looks horrible. Like it looks bad. And, and it, nobody thought about it. There's no intention. Like, nobody thought about that. It's possible that it's harmless. It's possible that the people doing it have no problem with it. It's possible that the black person doing it don't have any problem with it. But it just continues to channel yep. that historically negatively connotated context that black people have always existed in. There are pictures that exist just like that of a white woman... <laughs> sitting in a chair with a slave damsel like that that is a picture that i'm pos- i'm sure that i could find that's very closely resembling that image and that's what the problem is and nobody thinks about that as soon as i saw that that's what my mind went to it was like shit this look f- why would they who okayed this shit this is terrible that imagery is very powerful yeah and, and the issue is that america has still is still yet to sit around and have a dialogue about what that meant what that means and how we move forward and that's why the black community still tends to hold on so deeply to the issues when they present themselves Mm -hmm. because nobody has come out and said oh we understand this is how we're going to integrate and change and move forward it needs to start with putting people in the rooms to make better decisions than this because if i had been there I'd be like, no, don't do that. That look. Let me show you what this reminds me of. I'm te- I, before I leave here, I guarantee you, because I've seen a picture like that where there's a white woman with the slave bent down, just like that picture. Because we were like dogs in that time period. Yeah. And that's what that that photo reminds me of. It looks terrible. It looks. It's the worst ad it's I've ever seen. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> So, you know what, that I didn't have this story to talk about, but I wanted to talk about it. Jeremy Lin. I don't know who that is. Jeremy Lin is a Asian guy that was on the Rockets. 
Is they were playing against the Lakers. Did he grow? Did he have dreads? Yeah. Okay. But I heard about this. This this is was amazing though. Like this just a look. Ain't he Asian? I just said that. Oh. <laughs> I it's was late. like, this is a little Asian dude who was on the Rockets roster. I don't know where he came from, what university he came from, but he's in the NBA. Point guard went out. He came in for his first time and dropped 40 on the Lakers. Like, yeah. nobody knew. I think he's been riddled with injuries since then. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's playing on, like, the Brooklyn Nets, and he got dreads. And he's been open about talking about it. But I guess what I wanted to ask is – where the line between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation comes in. Because Kenyon Martin, so he's been taking a lot of criticism. Mm-hmm. Kenyon Martin, which used to play in the NBA, put out a post talking about how preposterous it is. But Kenyon Martin got Asian, I don't know what it is, <laughs> Chinese, Japanese, I'm not going to distinguish. I'm going to say some Asian writing across his arm. And Jeremy Lin's rebuttal was, you know, you were one of my inspirations growing up and it was good to see you with parts of my culture on you mm-hmm. you know and so that cultural exchange you know allows us the opportunity to share one another's culture yeah because we're not the vultures you know they're not the vultures black people aren't the vultures yeah. that usually cultural appropriation represents when you talk about white people taking ownership of these things producing them in mass yeah and and, Ma- and redistributing them and out make, to make money from. yeah he is does he so i don't i don't know what he said but does he know the history behind i don't know the dreadlocks and that whole culture i don't know because I mean, for me that makes a difference um and he not making money off of it he he chose to do this as he's playing basketball. So he's not out here pretending to be a roster <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that, if I would feel like that was an instance of cultural appropriation. And, and what I've been doing is I, you know, I've been talking about dreadlocks being a part of other cultures, like the Vi- Viking culture. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I read a comment that was like, you know, dreadlocks, don't call what Vikings had dreadlocks. Call it uh, people who didn't take care of their hair and what happened when you don't take care of it. Oh, yeah, because dreadlocks you know, are conscious. Yeah, they That's are very choice. intentional. Yeah, it's an intentional as a cultural, thing. you know, a cultural That's true. situation. Yeah, I mean, even true. before Rastafarian, you know, it was still a part of African tradition to, to do hair in that way. Yeah. You know, Rastafarian just are ones who, who grasp onto their hair in that way. That's true. So, like yeah. like Red saying, a, a really, really big part of cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation is if you know the history and you understand the context by which that thing was brought yeah. about, you know? And you're not doing it for profit either. Like, he has that part. Like, he he's not, I would not imagine that he's profiting from his hair being that way. He's profiting from him being able to play basketball. So, for me, the second part of that would be whether or not he knows the history and the culture of dreadlocks and what that means and why people do, you know. Now, the the unfortunate thing is these are not questions that get asked of black people that decide to dread. Because there are a lot of black people who just dread their hair because they like what it looked like. And And that's the next question I was going to ask. Considering that we're talking about non-majority cultures, are white people barred from that even if they have that knowledge because they are are connected to a history in which they've taken advantage of those things or do they have access to it? 
I feel like, because I've seen white people with dreads. It looks stupid to me. It don't look the same, but I've seen white people with dreads. For me, I, if they're not trying to profit off of it, if they understand the culture and they just want to be, a, you know, appreciate that, and they're not profiting from it, they're not out here trying to sell. <laughs> I don't, incense. I don't know. That's so, <laughs> I don't know. If if they understand the culture, they're not trying to profit off of it. They just appreciate it. I don't have a problem with white people with dreads, but I'm also not a part of that culture, so I feel like I can't speak for like Rastafarians, and I'm not a part of that culture. So, me being black and on the outside of it, for me, it doesn't offend me when I see it. It look weird as fuck. Long as they're not out here trying to like profit off of it and and do all of these things, and they understand the history behind it, I don't have a problem with it. But again just because i don't don't mean that people in that culture wouldn't have a problem and i do think you have to be sensitive of the culture and you know like i said i if i had dreads i honestly would not i wouldn't know the history behind it like it would have been a hairstyle choice my brother has dreads and he i can assure you <laughs> he he has not gone into rastafarian culture and he did none of that shit he just decided he wanted to dread his hair and he did there's a yeah. lot of black people that do that there's a part two of my question was does that mean that black people have unrestricted access without doing the due diligence that we expect other cultures to do unfortunately we we give a lot more allowances for it because like i said I'm not a part of that culture and it would be very easy for me to dread my hair and no questions would be asked. Nobody would be like, oh, you you culture vulture, you're not Rastafarian. Like nobody would do that. Nobody blinks twice when they see just a black person with dreads. They don't, I don't. Like it's a hairstyle for a lot of people and they're not like deep in the culture. So that's one of those situations where I think we kind of get a pass <laughs> and we don't really get called out on that. Cause most of the people that I know with dreads, are not like Rastafarian and are not following any of the tenets of it. They just, it was a hairstyle choice. They decided that they wanted to just grow dreads. So they did. <laughs> and they don't know shit about it. So <laughs> that happens. Um, What else did I have? Oh, well, I'm just going to briefly talk about uh, Tyrese needs to just sit the fuck down. He is all on the Rock's nutsack about this. This. So the Rock was in the last Fast and the Furious. I dropped off of that franchise probably about the third movie, and they like eight deep in. So the Rock was in the last installment, and he has gotten what I am assuming is some kind of a spinoff from that series. He got an offer to do it. He agreed to do it. Him, Jason Statham is a part of it, and some other people. Not Tyrese, clearly. But not Tyrese. Tyrese has been on this media frenzy talking about how, you know, it. the Fast and the Furious is a brotherhood, and The Rock should have turned it down, and he ain't answering none of his calls, so he that's why he doing all He ain't answering none of your calls because you sound fucking crazy. Y'all made movies together. And if you made friendships from that, cool. But you cannot say everybody that, that ever makes one of these movies, you are not allowed to do anything else with this franchise unless all of us are like, no, motherfucker, I'm going to make my money. And you're going to be mad. Like, are you crazy? And he looked like he is so pressed about this. Like, he is so upset. And it's just like, dude, like, stop. You look crazy right now. 
if the rock is anything like me the only thing he want to hear from tyrese is whatever somebody wrote down for him to say yeah pretty much i just want to hear what you read from a script don't yep. don't freestyle you no. you say horrible things all the time <laughs> stupid first off tyrese is one of those people and i think we've talked about this before how sometimes you get a peek into these celebrity lives and you think like fuck you're an idiot and real tyrese when i start following him on twitter that is when i learned that he is a stupid motherfucker and i don't use stupid lightly but he is like unintelligent like he is stupid <laughs> so yeah i after that, I don't want to hear nothing that Tyrese Gibson has to say. Tyrese, the name brand, the actor, the the singer, sure. Tyrese Gibson, Mm-mm. not even a singer no more. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's pretty over. much. I like the old stuff. I listen to Sweet Lady and stuff. My next point is, I feel like The Rock is such an amazing person. Yeah. Don't know, but I think he's he so fantastic. Like yeah. I feel like Tyrese is acting like this was a breakup. <laughs> I feel like Tyrese is, is like, hey, I just called him to check on you. Ain't seen you since the last movie. Hey, I heard you moving on. But, I mean, I ain't heard nothing about it. I mean, I was just calling, calling, check with me. Okay, so I see how you is. You ain't going to call me back. You going to get a new movie role, and you just going to move on like that. You just ain't going to tell nobody. I'm going to the media. I'm going to them because because I, I can't take this and they need to know who you really is. Tyrese is just that the crazy is exactly ex. Exactly what he's he just has the been. crazy ex. Yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend. A hundred percent. That is what he sounds like on social bro media friend. right now. Bro like, friend. Yeah, he's bro friend. Yeah. Like, dude, like, calm down. He it's a brotherhood and no. I signed on to do this motherfucking move and y'all niggas was cool I enjoyed the time on set and if the rest of them want to go get some dinner and shit sure your crazy ass no you fuck that up but if the rest of the cast want to go get dinner sometime yes but outside of that I'm finna make these coins <laughs> so they offered me this role it's me it's Jason Statham it's gonna make a lot of money I'm finna make this money <laughs> and you gonna be mad like he has this has been weeks of this that he's been doing this like ever since he found out about it he been on this media blitz just talking shit talking about how the rock won't won't hit his phone that's because you crazy nigga i wouldn't hit your phone i don't want you i don't want to talk to you you're obviously unstable i'm not gonna talk to you either you sound crazy right now tyrese is about to get the brahma bull <laughs> to the forehead he about to get rock bottomed he about to get the people's elbow this jabroni about to smell what Dwayne is cooking that's what's about to happen to him cause he he messing with the wrong yeah. one or the right one he just might be so friendly what what the rock would do is come out on Instagram and be like my friend Tyrese I ain't heard from him in a while and I heard him you know talking about me and, and I just want to reach out to him what's going on Tyrese cause he's so <laughs> exactly. He's just a nice guy. <laughs> he seems like it's it gonna anyway. make Tyrese look even worse. Yeah. He it just I don't understand why he's so upset. To me, it's just like, dude, like we made a movie together. Like, calm down. Like that would be like Kevin Hart just <laughs> just doing the same. Anybody that's ever been in a movie with The Rock, it would be like them being like, you can't make a movie like this ever again because our movie was special and our movie is the greatest. And it's our movie, so you like, 
are you are you smoking crack right now? Like we were co-stars. Like that was it. I don't know where you got all this brotherhood. I didn't sign on for that. Like, the only distinct brotherhood that exists is the clan. All right. <laughs> And then you got little branches of that brotherhood, like the Aryan Nation and you know, neo-Nazis see, and skinheads. Maybe, maybe Tyrese and and Vin Diesel because of Paul Walker. They were in a lot of the movies together and Paul Walker died. They shared that trauma. I could see that. The Rock, as far as I know, was in the last one. He was in one fucking movie. He was in more than one? Was he? He was in one well where he was after Paul Walker. And then the next one he was in the movie with Paul Walker where they collaborated. And then I think they was gonna collaborate on the next one with Paul Walker, but that's the one where he, he wasn't in because he had died. So I think The Rock was in three of them. I don't want they I can't. It's I don't need there's so many. It's too many. And well, it's, and that's another thing. It's like you think they just gonna keep making fast and furious as Tyrese? At some point they are gonna have to branch off or just not just Stop fucking with I mean, the series that's what people, together. That's what people would have been saying about four. Yeah. Because when you get to eight <laughs> and nine, like they, you legitimately start thinking, well, I guess they could just keep going. It ain't nothing about a heist movie. Yeah. It ain't even about cars no more. Like, I mean, it got cars in it that people who love muscle type cars will recognize and people who are car enthusiasts will be like, oh, they got one of those. It's just too but many. at the end of the day, it's just become a heist movie. They like just stealing stuff. But like, it ain't even clever. St- like, I love the Oceans movie. Oceans 11, 12, and 13. And I own them because it's a heist movie, but like, the way they do that shit and then how they break it down at the end and you see like everybody's part in it and like, I like that. And they made three of those, and I was good with them. I was good with those three movies. As much as I enjoyed them, I felt like 14 and 15, it would have been too much. Like, just, you know, 13 was a good enough. Let's just stop with those three movies. Y'all got eight of these movies out. Oh, like, let them branch off, sir. Like, let it go. You just go. Is he still in the trans? Does he still do the Transformers movie? Just keep doing that. No, I don't think so. They cut him out. <laughs> I mean, when Shia LaBeouf stopped being in them, then Tyrese went in no more after Shia LaBeouf. Oh, they still have um uh, Fergie, soon to be ex-husband. He was in them still. They yeah, don't I mean, keep they Tyrese. got other people in them, oh, too. Uh, 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 you uh, never know. I Tyrese, mean, just move on. I don't know. Like it's not that deep. And and the the, the <laughs> compared to Ocean's 13, 11, 12, 13, mm-hmm. the heist of Fast and the Furious is like the Hamburglar. <laughs> or like the Tricks Rabbit. But that's what I'm saying. Like the plot of the is not even clever. You you made eight movies that are not even clever. It really is for people to go look at these cars. Cause they're not clever. Like again, uh oh, you the get ocean. to see the rock and Vin Diesel muscles. I mean, I guess for people who like that. I I, I don't wanna look at me. it eight times. Th- like I like I said, I dropped off. I honestly maybe watched the first three. And after that I was just like, Y'all still making these fucking movies? And they made five more after that. I was over it. It cause it was the same thing. They boosting cars, they come on the radio all the police, they trying to evade like it it okay. All right. They should change the title of it. To what? Shit, that's what they doing. They doing this. The this speedy thing. and extremely angry. <laughs> <laughs> nope, people will never know. 
I don't know. They'll I forgot know. the name of the movie that The Rock is supposed to be in, but it's supposed to be some kind of branch off of that. But I ain't even here for the branch off. I'm sure that will be pe- anything that Jason Statham is in. I'm usually with because I enjoy him with his action sequences and stuff. But I pro- I ain't even gonna check that one out because I'm just over that whole fucking concept. I'm done with Fast and the Furious. But other people still love it and they gonna follow the the, the branch off. And Tyrese just gonna have to be mad. Just true. be mad. Oh, here you go with true, this I wish true. y'all could see the face he making to make to do this. <laughs> y'all need to see true. this face. <laughs> y'all should. But yeah, Tyrese just need to be mad. What else I got on my list? That was all I had. That was it. That was my last one. Let's talk about Pence real quick. Mike Pence. Fuck that guy. Clearly, we still got the stuff going on with the NFL. They're kneeling to protest social injustice and things of that nature that dialogue has quickly been skewed over to they are disrespecting the country the flag and the servicemen and the national anthem and it's 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 really crazy to me how you see such an overt shift of what it is actually about to what they have turned into being about Mm -hmm. and you know republican outlets make it about that new thing but the solution to the problem is to address what the people are protesting for like that's the issue no the the simple thing is to just focus on the flag and the anthem i don't care why y'all are protesting you don't do that to the flag (laughs) that's what they the direction that they're going into but it's like you want that illusion yeah you want to feel comfortable. It goes back to that previous dialogue. You just want to feel comfortable by telling somebody what to do to make you not feel comfortable and go protest over there in the corner. Mm-hmm. Play this game for me. And now the NFL is starting to crack down on if you disrespect the flag, you're not going to play. So I feel like Donald Trump been reaching out to these cats and saying, hey, you need to do this. But what Mike Pence did was he went to a Colts game and because people kneeled he said because they kneeled he left the game and and that's really disrespectful and if he knew he was gonna do that it was nothing but a publicity stunt yeah cause why because why the fuck would you go Don't yeah go. you knew that people were gonna kneel they kneel yeah. every single week why would you go to a game expecting them not to kneel so, because you're present who are you don't nobody give a fuck about you he looked Mike? like he looked like the character in the movie that's just in the back on the computer that you never even <laughs> never even look up. They tell them, "Hey y'all, act like y'all doing something. Never look at any cameras or important people on the screen." <laughs> like that's Mike Pence. And he thought he was going to walk into an Indianapolis Colts game and the players were going to be like, "Oh, the vice president is here." So they start talking about how much it costs the taxpayer for him to go, which is roughly around two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. When you talk about now, travel, they don't give a when fuck you talk about, about the security, money. yeah. But it's you ridiculous. ain't Joe Biden. The fuck out of here, Pence. You don't give cool a shit enough, about man. you. You ain't Uncle Joe. You ain't cool, Sit man. Sit out here and act like somebody give a fuck about you. That white hair. He just looked like I don't know. He just looked creepy. I look like the bad guy in a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, like really bad movie. Don't nobody give a fuck about him and and. But I just brought it up to just continue to drive home that I'm just tired of. I'm just tired of. I asked. I wish they would just say what they mean. I <laughs> asked one of my clients, "What have you heard about 
black people lately that that's been good. Mm-hmm. You know what? What have you heard that make you feel good about being black? Nothing is the answer. Yeah. Nothing is the answer. If you've heard something that's made you feel good about being black in the context of America anytime recently, I please let me know. I don't know what it is. Because I don't feel that way. I don't I feel like a liability in America. I feel like an afterthought in America. Mm-hmm. I feel all of that. I, I happen to be the kind of person that can derive my own self-esteem and joy and happiness from how I look at and perceive life. But everybody ain't that's black ain't got that. Mm-mm. And and we work with people that's black that don't have that. Yep. And there is a lot of of racially connected experiences that they have that white people ain't gonna know about. They just they just don't get it. I just wish they would say what they mean. Because it isn't about the flag and it ain't about the national anthem. I wish they would just say, Shut up and live in the country that we're allowing you to live in. That's it. Because the reason why they're not addressing the reason behind the protest is because they don't care. You know, if you peacefully protest by kneeling, it's a problem. If you protest in the street with picket signs, it's a problem. Like, there is no proper way for a black person in America to protest injustice because they don't care about it. I feel like the reason why they focus on this other shit and not what the reason is and not what we're saying behind the protest is because they don't give a fuck. They just want you to be quiet. Just be quiet. We let you live here. You'll get to stay. You ain't slaves anymore, but you get to live here. Be quiet. Just be quiet. It reminds me of a fantastic movie that I hadn't seen in a long time. The Truman Show. Oh, yeah. It's like, like I don't know if y'all know much about The Truman Show, but it was about Jim Carrey, who was living in this TV show that since he, he was know. born. Yeah. <laughs> Since every single minute of his life, he was born in this environment that was catered to make him fit in and blend in. Mm-hmm. And, and they did everything they could to keep him from realizing what was going on behind the scenes. And I feel like black people right now are in a, 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 a entire version of the Truman Show. And we realized and trying to get out, but they won't let us yeah, because And they, they are trying their hardest. To continue to contain behind the scenes what they know is going on, but they don't want to admit to us that they know what's yep. going on. They want to just keep letting it go on, and this is yeah. this is what we got. So to avoid having to address it, we oh don't disrespect the flag. Oh don't disrespect our national anthem. Oh you shouldn't be out here in in, in protesting in the street. I mean that's just. <sighs> they just want us to be quiet. That's what I've derived because no matter what form we have gone in trying to deliver this message. They don't want to hear the message. So they focus on the delivery and they criticize and critique the delivery instead of the message. What do you think? What do you think would happen? Cause I was, I've always used this example that in order for us to have peace amongst people, alien invasion going to have to happen. But lately I've been like, what if, what if the aliens came down and like gave black people powers? Like, or if black people somehow acquired powers that will allow us to amass, you know, a bulk of power and control in the country. How do you think that would turn out? I don't know. Some <laughs> niggas be out here wilding out. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like a large portion of black people would have to create like a a Justice League to stop the whole tips from oh, killing all white Jesus. people. Yes. And the Umar Johnsons. Yeah, and then you just had a roguish niggas that would use it for evil. Like it would be like, 
<laughs> it would be a very sensitive balancing act that would have to. It would seem to be still have to be intertermoral between yes. the African American community because yes. you have some people who would want to just use it to further our culture as a whole, and then you have hotels who want revenge for the shit that's happened in the past. You have people who just they just opportunists anyway, and you know they just take advantage. It would probably be just like X Men. Yeah. It'll probably be you got one bad side yeah. of the black folks, one good side of the black folks, and then everybody else who are not mutants yeah. trying to exist. Yep. My roommate keeps screaming. I don't know if y'all hear that, but that's him playing the game. He's very excited. He's probably playing Fortnite. <laughs> He's very excited. Yeah, that's that's how he do. That's how we do. I'd be screaming if I were playing or I play the game. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Last thing I want to talk about is Cam Newton. Uh, if y'all don't know anything about Cam Newton, Cam Newton recently had a interview in which a woman asked him questions about routes. And he replied, that's funny. You know, a woman or a female asking me about routes. And he got a whole bunch of flack for that. Like, everybody was like, one, female? You know, are we still at that point? where you refer to women as females. And then the fact that she mentioned something about football. You know, I mean, clearly she has amassed enough knowledge to be sitting in that room, which means she knows something about football. I mean, that was my issue with it was the condescension about how her knowledge is like, well, that's why she here, motherfucker. <laughs> the female part, I just, I don't get upset about that word. Like, I know that it's using a negative connotation about niggas. These females ain't shit, you know. But when I hear it, I, I don't know. I don't. I was more offended by him assuming or him having this idea that, oh my god, you're a woman who knows about routes. Like, nigga, I'm in a room where we're asking you questions about football. It would be odd if I didn't know this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like he expected her to get up and say, "So, do you ever eat cakes the shapes of footballs <laughs> with icing on it to make it look like a football?" <laughs> oh, cakes! You asking about cakes? That's something I know something about. Hey, let me tell you a little joke about cakes. Exactly. But she asked about routes, and he was like, "That ain't a woman thing. Yeah, that ain't a female thing." For me, that was more fit. But I, I mean, I get why women get upset about it. I, again, I'm not gonna tell somebody else what to and what to or not be um offended by but i don't get y'all hear me say bitches all the time i don't get offended by like female that if i heard that i wouldn't be like oh, i can't believe you use that word we're women like i just don't get up in arms about that i was more offended by him assuming that women wouldn't know that especially a woman in a room where they're asking questions about football like you weren't at a, a party you weren't at you were at a place where everybody in the room should know something about football despite their gender because we're talking about what you just did out there on the field so that was offensive to me his use of female i could give a fuck about honest you know i don't i say bitches so i don't know that i can really be out here judge well, i mean i know you you understand but like female when you say female it just it's basically regarding the sexual organ of a yeah. creature like when you're talking about a flower and you're talking about a female like it's just a sexual organ and and a lot of women have taken female to mean 
not the whole of me, but just a small part. And yeah. then when you add the component of how negatively connotated female generally is, mm-hmm. and when men talk about it, then you can see how that word over time has become one in which it's just I don't like to be called yeah. that, you know, yeah. as as a woman. Uh, but you know, female therapist, I use that all the time, like as it's a, a modifier yeah. or a descriptor mm-hmm. of, you know, that other word. Then that's that's okay. Yeah. But just females this just relegating you know? her to just being a female again i so, get why women get upset but, i just don't but my my thing is the reason that i'm s- such i feel a strong ally for anybody who is in that situation is i'll call you what you want to be called i'm not going to do something that i think is offensive to you yeah and if i have to stop using that in mass then i will like if you tomorrow said i don't want to be called red I want to be called blue. <laughs> I'm not going to say, uh, well, one, your hair is red. Two, uh, there is red in your shirt. Uh, three, I'm used to calling you red. Three, uh, red fits you. I mean, it's only the name of your Twitter. I'm not going to do all of that. I'm going to say, you sure you want me to call you blue? You're going to say, yeah. And I'm going to start calling you blue because that's something that's personal to you that causes me no problems. I feel like people would think I was like, you are out here some shit. Like, why she always, why everybody calling her blue? <laughs> She's sad. I could have used any color. Yeah. But, you know, blue is the natural, you know. That's actually my favorite color. If blue. I could dye my hair blue, I would, but I've got to work. <laughs> so yeah. they barely let me get away with this red shit. So I ain't going to push the envelope. <laughs> yeah. But I would call you whatever you wanted to be called yeah. because it don't cause me no problems. And that's that's where I that's where a big part of my issues come with the dialogue we have in society where it pertains to snowflakes and all these things. I don't think the First <laughs> Amendment as it pertains to being able to say what you want, I don't think it's really about the freedom of speech. I think it's about the comfort of being able to say what you want to say, even mm-hmm. if it's offensive to somebody. Yeah. And that's not but what the First Amendment is hands. supposed to protect. You're going to catch these hands. You can say what you want to say. That's a situation where you're going to catch these hands. The First Amendment is supposed to protect government action from those words. Mm -hmm. It doesn't protect you from the individual feelings or experience. So if somebody that you say something to want to put some paws on you, want to put hands on you, or want to give you them bop bops, (laughs) then that don't have nothing to do with the First Amendment. No. And if somebody like me or like red or women don't want to be called something then that's not infringing upon your first amendment rights no. and stopping doing it is just it's just something kind to do yep just something respectful like if you don't want me to refer to you as a bitch i won't but i'm gonna use bitches in general <laughs> that's what i do but i won't call you that it's like it's like i don't like being called a monkey but yeah. a white man he been calling people monkeys for 30 years. And so he mad at me because I'm finally saying, hey, I'm tired of being called a monkey. Oh, you just soft. You just, you just, you a snowflake. You finna be soft too because I'm finna meat, meat mash your face with these hands. I'ma tenderize that face. Don't do that. But don't call me a monkey. <laughs> that he, he been doing it for years, Red. Well, you finna catch these hands. We stop. It stops today. <laughs> the buck stops here. Mm-mm, then he gonna call you monkey, monkey. Why monkey, monkey? Because you just you just whooped him. 
You want to get another whooping? Look, when my mama whooped me for some shit, I did not do it at least for, you know, a few days. <laughs> or I did it in a better way where I didn't get caught. I wasn't going to go back to her face and do the shit. I was just going to get another whooping. So it's something wrong with you. Nah, you're right. I ain't going to fuck with you because you must be crazy. If you get your ass stomped out and then go right back and do that same thing right again, you crazy and I'm not finna fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. I ain't giving you these hands again because I now I'm scared. <laughs> the fuck True. is wrong with you? I True. wish y'all could see this face True. that he is baking when he makes that. <laughs> but anyway that's all i got all right what else do you have on your mind nothing that's it i was going to bake a pound cake today i guess i'm gonna have to do it tomorrow yeah, it's pretty late. i've started using duck eggs for things and so now i'm about to experiment and so <laughs> i'll let y'all know how that turn out later but if you can find some duck eggs, you should try to bake with them. Quack, quack. Okay. <laughs> anyway, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.